Hey guys, it's Jen Johnson. Welcome to another episode of Your Journey Matters, where my guests and I will be transparent about the true badassery of life, family, small business, and beyond. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast on Apple and follow me on Spotify. And please feel free to share with a friend about my show and join me in my Facebook group, Inspiration Nation. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me again at Your Journey Matters with Jen. I am so freaking excited to introduce this guest today. I, I'm, a, I'm as excited about him as I was his beautiful wife that I got to interview was that yesterday or the day before. And I can't even begin to express. Okay, he's not that much younger than me. I don't actually know how old he is exactly. He's going to tell us maybe in a second or not, and that's fine. But if you ever, as an adult have met someone that you feel like could be your child, even though they are not anywhere near the ability to be your child due to age. (laughs) It's not awkward at all. Um, This is Kyle and he is amazing. And I am so stoked that he's here. Okay. Also, if I ever could imagine someone like inspirationally badass in so many ways and such a light to this world and so free to be who they are, in my personal opinion, anyway, from what I know about you, it is Kyle. So this is Kyle Tatum. Is this how we say it, Kyle? Yeah. Yes. I didn't want to say it wrong. I didn't say it with you. This is Kyle Tatum, also known as the other half of beautiful Jade Tatum, who was on my show uh, yesterday. No, today, because it's supposed to air on Thursdays, but it did not. It aired today on Friday. Friday. Uh, and so this is him. This is about him today. So regardless, Kyle, hello. Thank you for being here today. And I'm so ready to hear all of the awesomeness that you have to share with us. You are rad. And here we go. Let's do this. Hi. Hi. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for being here. So Kyle is in a hotel room somewhere in gosh knows where, California. And it's apparently the sticks. Um, so thank you for joining me today. And Kyle, tell us a little about who you are and tell us what you're about. And then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, so uh, like you said, I'm Kyle. I, who I am is a, so I think, I think it's hard to like, not say, not to be like the, the stigma, like the stigma man and say what I do as who I am. So first I'll start there. I'm a, I'm a conductor on the railroad. That's not who I am. Um, that's who I've been for the last four or five years, um, but I will say that uh, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a brother, a son, and I love to be those things more. Uh, I know wor- my work is very demanding. Uh, they take they take a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of my life. Um, but when I'm home. I get to be those things. And um, so I'll say that that, that's who I am. Um, I try to be a motivator. I had somebody tell me, I don't know, about a year ago that they were working out every day because of my posts or what they saw me doing. And like, I was like writing them like almost every day, checking in on them like, hey, are you getting it in today? You know? And like, that was like big for me because I've never like, I don't know, I guess I just never felt like I uh, impacted people that way. 
Um, it was nice to hear that I impacted somebody in that way, you know. But I would say, uh, I mean, try to be a good person in society and, you know, like to have fun. And that's me. Well, you're pretty freaking rad. There's way more than that, by the way. There's so much more than that. And that's what we're here for. We're going to talk about that today. So I just wanted to say um, to that you you are inspirational and you do have this, like I said a minute ago before we recorded this light about you that is maybe I would even say rare for a dude or in my experience, I have yet to meet very many. I have met some, we're Ironman triathletes. So we've met some pretty inspirational dudes, but I think just as a human in, in just listening to you talk just now, I was like, it's weird. Is it weird that I had shivers? Like it's so cool and so refreshing to know people like you and Jade and the world needs more of you. It really does. And, and it's really cool in my opinion that, um, you guys are such strong humans in all senses, what I see anyway, and what you show the world on the outside looking in at you guys, it's just super um, refreshing and inspirational. And especially right now in this moment that we're all living in that you guys just keep doing you and you're so beautiful and you have such a light in your family. Just the four of you are so gorgeous um, in all the ways. So yeah, you're, you're way more than you just described, but those things are pretty rad that you described as well. So you are that person, you are that inspiration. And that person is lucky, whoever he is that you're checking in or we're checking in on him. Um, because, because more people need people that do that in their life. So good on you that you're that person for him. That's pretty rad. It was actually a, a girl. Um, oh, a lady. And Sorry. I guess a little, yeah, a little bit of her story. So I went to high school with her and, um, she, uh, actually, she has four kids and she actually lost her husband to a fentanyl overdose. So Wow. Yeah. Um, I actually, before we left North Dakota, I was just telling my engineer today that I actually lost um, a really good friend and coworker to a fentanyl overdose. Um, wow. Wow. So it was, you know, it just kind of hit home when she, when she was going through that and um, just yeah. to see her get out. And I mean, just, I mean, realistically to see her strength in raising her kids after that, you know, and she, she's a little bit like me where when something bad happens I tend to joke about it to I guess mask it that's my uh that's my diversion I guess but uh and she yeah. does the same thing so it's kind of funny I mean it's funny for me to, to see her um how she acts because it's a lot like me <laughs> it feels familiar yeah sometimes we do that that's fair yeah. that's totally fair well like I said, I think the world needs more of that. So thank you for being that person for someone else because we need it and they need it too. Yeah, well, thank you. So, okay, here's the deal. I have these questions, right? So I sent them to you and I'm going to ask you a few of them right out the gate and then we'll probably roll into you as we go along. So what is your turning point in life? What made you you and who you are now? Can you give us a, give us a little picture of what it is that made you who you are now? So I guess, uh, are, are we talking about like me personally, or are we talking about like my weight loss journey, goal, fitness, um, Spartan? Let's go, the, let's go with the second one. Yeah. Okay. So the turning point in making me the person that lost 290 pounds. Woo! Um, yeah. 
I would say was the loss of my mom. She has had diabetes since, so she got gestational diabetes when I was born or with me. Um, she kept it through for the rest of her life. So when we were young, it wasn't like a big deal to us. Like we knew she had diabetes. We knew she had to get, you know, poked every day. <clears throat> she was trying, she did pills for a long time when we were younger, but the older she got, the closer she got to, I wouldn't say not caring, but she just didn't do, she didn't um, control her diet the way she should have, especially as a diabetic. Um, so she was taking insulin two times a day. So she got really bad. She lost her eyesight. So they actually hired someone to read her computer screen to her. Ah, uh, that's my amazing. grandpa drove her to work every day. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So she started losing her eyesight. She started, um, her, her feet got real affected because of the diabetes. Um, when she started having, when she started having grad kids, if any one of them touched her feet, I mean, she would pretty much cry in agony. Uh, she went on, so it started killing her kidneys after that. She went on dialysis and because she had to continue working, so it's pretty much all through the night when you're sleeping. And then she got, you know, just worse and worse and worse. One of the nights, I think she missed dialysis. And I think a couple of days later, she passed. Wow. So I was, I was 410 pounds Kyle. when I got the phone call. I yeah. did not know this. Ah. Yeah, I was. So I got the phone call. I was, like I said, I was 410 pounds. You know, we, we did the, the funeral stuff. We did all that stuff. Um, but when I got home, I decided I needed to change something. So we, I started looking into weight loss, a weight loss surgery. I always say that I cheated when, with my weight loss because of the surgery, but like, everybody's like, Oh no, you still had to change your lifestyle. And I did, you know, I mean, I, I had to make, I had to make a conscious decision, um, to change my lifestyle. And, um, yeah, so I guess that's what that was the turning point was the loss of my mom. Yeah. Talk about a motivator, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So how long was your journey in this weight loss? Like I, I, I caught didn't catch all of it. So Okay, so I guess the 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 full journey, um, I got my surgery five years ago. So I mean, I guess it's always gonna be a journey. Um, my goal, our goal with the doctor or the surgeon and I was uh, to be down to 200 pounds. I'm 220. But like the biggest loss of weight was my first nine months. Um, I lost 100 and 160 pounds. In nine months? Yeah. Um, oh my land. That's in wild. Yeah. That's a human. You lost a human. Okay. Most people yeah. make a human in nine months. You lost a human in nine months. Can yeah. we get that in a shirt, I please? Holy I love it because I love it because my sister-in-law was like she her she was kind of like she was talking to Jade when she saw me getting really big she saw a couple pictures of me in North Dakota like with my nieces and stuff and she's like Jade I'm I'm worried about Kyle so like when I lost that weight um I was like I lost like more weight than you weigh because she's like a little she's like a little four ten wow. little thing and 
I think yeah. she she raised less than 150 pounds. So holy cow! Yeah, yeah you lost, lost you lost me. <laughs> you literally yeah. did. Holy crap! Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. Okay. Um, and then, so I so it was uh 160 pounds in nine months. Um, and then I carried 250 for a long time for probably three years, and then. I was preparing for my ultra, my Spartan ultra or ultra beast. And, um, I wanted to lose the last 50, but I was able to lose 30 before my race. So now I'm down to 220, and I'm kind of, it's kind of like, I get like a, I like rapid lose and then yeah. I'll plateau for a long time. So that's normal. <laughs> that's humans. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. Like, uh, I just, even just the short amount of time that we've known you, I just watch you know, the snippets of your life. And I'm like, you can see the changes happening. They're not, I yeah. mean, it's such a drastic, I mean, from where you were to where you are now, even is such a drastic thing. Like give yourself grace, dude. That's freaking amazing. I can't even, like, it makes me want to swear. Like that's so rad. Ugh. So I, I showed Jay that picture of me on the cliff uh, right by the river that I'd sent to you. Yeah. And she was like, man, I didn't actually know. Like I didn't even notice how much weight you've actually lost since then. Yeah. And that was only 30 pounds. Really? So, it looks so different. Yeah. 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 Wow. So what is your trick? Like, I know you had the surgery, but that doesn't mean that's like the instant solve. So mindset, eating more water, like what, what would you say is the biggest? I would say, I mean, uh, the, tr the trick was mindset. Um, I mean, like you said, the surgery so I always, I, I, this, I know I'm going on a side note, but I always tell people that are like, oh, I'm doing this new diet. Like I actually, so I had a surgery, but realistically I lost a hundred and 160 pounds and I changed one thing. I changed how much I ate. I didn't change what I ate. I didn't, I didn't exercise anymore. Good. Um, good. But it was realistically, it was how much I ate. One dietitian told me that we eat with our mind or with our eyes. And she said, just start changing your plate sizes. So usually we'll get like a big plate and we'll fill the whole plate. And then we eat it all because we don't want to waste the food that's on our plate. She said, just get a smaller plate, fill it. You know, if it's tiny, you can fill it and then you can eat it all and you'll be full and you'll be fine. You know? And so that worked for you. You feel like that yeah. was one of the tricks. Yeah. Well, I think that was a good, that was a good trick, but I mean, also if I ate too much, my stomach would hurt. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a whole process, <laughs> but that's a great tip for anyone. Really? Like if you don't have like the giant ass plate with all the friggin' food on there or the whole entire yeah. bag of chips, cause they don't fit on a little plate, <laughs> then that's going to change. Yeah, and, and she's yeah. like, you can eat everything, you know, you can have your mashed potatoes, your broccoli, your, your steak or whatever. But as long as it's like this big instead of this big, you know? So good. That's such a good tip. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so that's awesome. I want to ask you just for personal questions because I'm all in on this. Like, how do you do with your water? Is that like a big deal that they push for you guys too then with that? Drink a lot of water? Um, so so actually with the surgery, that, that, um, that wasn't a big thing. Yeah, I actually, uh, so... I don't know if it's an, like, I'm sure it's not just an American thing. I think it's a human thing with that. We, we drink and eat at the same time. So when I first had my surgery, uh, for the longest time, I couldn't even, they said, if you're going to eat, you can't drink. Like you can't have like a cup, even a cup of water with your, with your meal, because 
what you'll do is you'll fill your stomach up with food and then you'll top it off with water and then you're just it's going to overfill you up and you're going to throw up so I actually so actually me and Jay would go to restaurants and I'd have whatever small meal that I was going to have and then I'd have her time me she would set a 15 minute timer so I can drink water wow okay see yeah. little known factoids about the... yeah that's interesting so um i will say i i do i did a uh 75 hard for a little while yeah i um, mean you're supposed to drink 100 ounces of water a day so i was doing that for a while but i do also drink a lot of water on um the railroad always gives us they, they give us like 10 ounce bottles of water yeah so you know on on a train I mean, you're on there eight to t- eight to 12 hours. So yeah. I, mean, I think today I probably drank 60 plus ounces of water okay, like right. just on my train ride. Wow. Right on. Okay. Yeah. So health and wellness wise then as well, working out obviously as a Spartan, it's kind of a thing, mm-hmm. right? You have to really be a focused human. Do you work out year round for Spartan? Like with us, with Ironman, when you're training for one, you, you work out for an entire year you seem to do them many times throughout the, I know nothing about Spartan. My friends tell me mm-hmm. I should do one. Cause it's like the other thing we haven't done. And I'm like, no, really I'm good. I don't like all that crap that you, they do. I think that you would actually really love it. It's a lot of people think it's, it's, I mean, I, okay. So it, it'd be hard for somebody just coming straight off the couch, but you're an iron man. So like, <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like you'd have no problem doing it They're They're not really, I mean, we do obstacles, but they're not hard obstacles, you know? I mean, I think the the last race I did, I only failed like the rope climb. Um, and it was like a 15 foot rope climb. Also me, um, I'm not climbing no rope. Kyle, I'm not climbing a rope. Well, then <laughs> you gotta not... do 30 burpees, girl. Oh no, now I have to do burpees? Okay, this yeah, is not so my story. Any, any failed obstacle, you have to do um, 30 burpees. Oh Lord, okay, fine. No, I'm good. I'll just cheer for you really loud. <laughs> so that- that tends to make your time longer too. So wow, my, uh, my last race, I was a little upset. I, um, I did a 5k in, in 48, 48 minutes. And this is so with was, obstacles. Oh yeah. It was, uh, 25 obstacles. I failed the rope climb. Um, so 25 obstacles and 30 burpees. Well, that's amazing. I don't know what everybody else's times are, but I'm giving you a high five right here. Cause that's freaking <laughs> I don't even know. I don't care. That's amazing. You guys are amazing. I, I think in my age group, there was like 350 people and I was like 47. Sweet. Okay. So, well, you kind of 220 like, pounds. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Holy crap. Okay. So you kind of sound like me. I'm just going to tell you, I say this all the time to people. I'm like, look, here's the deal. Iron Man. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. You just have to put in the work, right? Yeah. You have to do the things to get ready, to learn the skills, to whatever, like, I did not know how to swim before my first triathlon. It was across a river. It was like scary as hell. Wow. Seaweed. And I have this huge fear of sharks and seaweed. Those are my, thank you, jaws. Like those are my two things. And so, uh, I've wow. always been, yeah, no. I, so if, if I can do that and <laughs> not die, y'all can yeah. do a Spartan, y'all can do an Ironman. Like it's, you just have to. Yeah, you have to put in the work and you clearly do that. I like all your pictures. I'm like, he's crazy. Like, look at this guy out here. And your picture on the cliff so is amazing too. Right? So I'll answer your question, but I was gonna say, um, 
I, uh, on a side note, I actually want to do an Ironman. Like, I, I definitely would have to prepare at least for more than a year, but I want to do it in a weird way. Nobody, like, everybody respects a hard worker, you know? Like, yes. you could, you, you could be, you could be anyone to anyone, but if they know that you work hard, you're respected. Yeah. You know? That's good. That's a good word, Kyle. That's a good word. All right, here's a question for you. Okay. If you could talk to your seven-year-old self and give them advice or even warn them, what would you say? I would say, listen to my grandfather harder. My, and it's, and this is, uh, I guess, on the fact of taking care of myself. I, I push hard. Um, I work hard. Uh, I probably work too much, which Jay doesn't care much for, but my grandpa always told me to take care of my hearing, take care of my back, especially. And here I am 34 and, you know, my back's not the best and my hearing's not the best. I mean, I'm, I'm in a locomotive yelling at the guy because I can't hear him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you have a loud um, jaw. Like you can't help that part, but yeah. 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 That's but I mean, you know, I could, I could wear earplugs when I'm running a chainsaw and right un until, until I got headphones, I never really did. You know, I mean, I could have wore earplugs when I shot guns um, and I never did, but I would say, listen to, listen to my grandpa. Um, the, I call him, I call him dude, but I call I say the, the dude, so the dude told me, you know, gave me all of his wisdom and some of the things I listened to and some of the things I didn't. And I wish I would have listened to a lot more things. That's so good. I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to hear that and that's going to make some sense. <laughs> and if you have your grandpa and he's still around, I <laughs> listen to him. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah he, he, he is still around. So right on. That's rad. Okay. Question number four. This is the one I love to hear, and I cannot wait to hear what Kyle's going to say, y'all. What is your biggest pet peeve, Kyle? Oh, I forgot that one in the questions you sent me. My biggest pet peeve. Mm. I would say, I would actually, I mean, it kind of goes, I guess, with the, the hard worker portion of me. Um, I'd say laziness. Nobody likes to work next to a guy that's lazy. Um, nobody want nobody like everybody you know we come to do our job and you know the guy that does a good job tends to all right you're gonna get some cussing tends to get shit on by the guy that he's working next to and, and is lazy because he's having to pick up the slack but i'd say i'd say laziness we were talking my engineer and i were, and i were talking about our society today and he's like he's like my my kid's a good kid he's 21 but I don't know how to like get this entitlement out of him. And I was, and I told him, I was like, you know, I feel like we're kind of doing that to our own kids. You know, he, 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 in the same breath, he said, you know, I gave him everything he wanted. So I probably did it to myself. There it is. And I said, I said, I feel like as a society, all of us have tried to, you know, give our kids more than what we always had. And because of that, now they're becoming entitled. Dude, straight up. You know, and I feel like if if we had just a little bit of the raising that 
if we gave our kids a little bit of a raising that we had, I feel like uh, they might be a little more like we want them to be or, or a little bit more like us. That's you awesome. Know? So I plan on my girls are going to be splitting wood right next to me. That's um, right. <laughs> and there's not going to be, there's not going to be excuses. Uh, my niece, my nieces and nephews have always helped me. You know, I sell the wood, so I get paid. So they do too. Good. I, <laughs> a, a little side note, uh, my, my niece started working for me and um, I started paying her and my, and she's 14 now. And her mom was like, Hey, you don't have to pay her. $80 every time she comes and helps me and I'm like well I mean my grandpa always paid me I'm a hard worker you know I want her to show that that her work is I I appreciate her work and that's how I can show it um I can tell her in words hey you did a great job but I mean let tell tell me do you go to work and say and your employer say hey you did a great job or does he give you cash right uh, <laughs> both hopefully so, but yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's I mean, good. I mean, hopefully both, hopefully both, but uh, most people, you know, words only mean so much, I guess, is what I'm getting at, and uh, I wanted to show her my appreciation in the way that, I guess, society shows their appreciation of a hard worker, you know? Yeah, I hear that. My son is a very hard worker, and he was the idiotiest, bittiest little boy. And he would open a door for a grandma or a lady or a stranger that he didn't even know. He would just go open. And he still does that. Like that's his heart. Like you and him are so similar. It's cracking me up, but good. Um, good. And, and he's the hardest worker, like the, the work that he had, he was a roofer and they wanted him to be a manager or whatever they were calling him like right out the gate practically. And it was because these other kids, these, I would call them punks. Sorry, not sorry. They're over here screwing off and they're doing whatever the hell they're doing. And it's not what they're supposed to be doing. And he's like, I'm just over here busting balls and they're screwing off. And I'm like, well, this is why, this is why they asked you to do the harder job and to be a higher up because you are showing that you can be in charge of. And some of the guys that he was working with as a roofer, grown ass men, they're like older than him. And they're not yeah. working. They're not trying hard. Nobody like, it's, what are you doing over there? And he's, he just would get so frustrated. And he didn't take that part of the job because he didn't want to be in charge of the older guys and then have them sass him, you know, like back sass him because that's how it is in that industry. But, but it's, it's totally true. I, I hear that and I appreciate that. And I think as, as the world goes forward, it's going to be quite interesting <laughs> what, yeah. what that looks like. So the rest of us can hopefully keep growing these kiddos up in the right way and they'll balance it out. Maybe, I don't know, but anyway well, I mean I don't I don't think that they need to balance it out I mean if that's the case I mean we can we have we have people now that are um POSs and <laughs> they just make me more money you know <laughs> so I feel like our our hard-working kids are gonna go out and they're gonna get it and the, if the money's on the table they're gonna go get it when the other guys want to go do whatever they do stay at home I, I don't I guess I don't know what they do on their time off but uh I feel like, uh, you know, they, they make me more money. Uh, I have to work harder and have to do it more, but they, they leave that, they, you know, I, my, I'm a, I work for the railroad, so it's highly seniority based, but I'm a go getter. And as long as I can, um, I guess my seniority can hold the, the board that I'm on. I mean, I go get it, you know, That's right. You, you do. And you're amazing at it. And it's, they're lucky to have you. 
Okay, so question number five is scientists figured out that songs stick with you permanently for life, especially for girls from the age of 11 to 14 and boys 14 to 16. So from that age or era of life, what song has stuck with you permanently on your soundtrack? So it's funny too when everybody asks like, oh, well, what do you listen to? And you know how like most people say, I listen to everything just to, yeah. You know, so they, they don't have to feel like, oh, well, you can't listen to that music in front of me. Yeah. I actually listen to everything. Um, I mean, I listen from rap to rock to country to Christian to Christian rock to Christian rap to the emo stuff. I mean, I listen to everything. But in that era, I was hanging out with a, a certain friend. We, we were riding horses a lot um we he his parents would listen to country uh, cmt every sunday morning oh so i'd stay the night at his house probably every saturday night <laughs> and country music would be on their their tv every every or every th sunday morning so i would say uh tim mcgraw don't take the girl oh um, yes good one yeah. that's amazing but, I had to look it up. I had to look up what, uh, I guess what I was listening to in that time frame. Um, so that one was a kind of a weird question, but no, I might good. say that one. I listened to a lot of Tim McGraw at the time. So funny. But, uh, you rode horses. Yeah. Can we go back to that? I did not know this about yeah. you. What, yeah, kind of, my, what were uh, you doing just for funsies or what? It was just for fun for a long time. So um, cool. my buddy and his parents, they all had a horse. And it's funny too, cause he's, he was a big geek. Like he, he <laughs> wanted to play video games all the time. And me, I mean, I played hockey. We, I mean, I would skate up and down the street. Uh, I was outside all the time at my house. Well, when I go to his house, we play video games, but I bug him like, Hey, let's go ride. You know, yeah, um, that's rad. So he had, I don't remember what he had, but, uh, I remember the horse that I rode was his mom's horse. It was an Arabian. Oh, and um, so she pretty much taught me how to ride. She taught me how to saddle them. Cool. Um, so this Arabian was pretty good barrel racer, and I actually wow. got into like um, like not really racing, but like doing barrels at their house. And she was like, "You're actually really good." So That's like rad. I was so that like even interests me even more. And uh, we would so we take the horses out, you know, out of their property because they lived um they lived uh kind of in the mountains um there was it was like a lot of horse properties their their road was a dirt road so we got to ride around their town a lot and um his horse his horse was the type of horse that like wanted to keep up but that arabian was fast they so are <laughs> i always he'd always like i there was a couple times i'd just take off without asking him and then his horse would be like puffing and puffing and he's like dude you can't do that anymore like she's she's like she's trying to keep up and I'm, I feel like I'm gonna kill her so <laughs> so the, it got to a point where well it got to a point where I'd just ask him I'd say hey can you hold her back I'm gonna I'm gonna rip him up and uh that Arabian would go and like I just I just remember going so fast that my eyes were watering oh yes was, in there so <laughs> exhilarating it's the best like, it's feeling. So awesome yes yeah Oh, I miss that horse. I had an amazing horse that I felt safe to do that on. The one I have now, I would not do it. She would, 
you would like her, you should come ride her. I feel like you and her would work well together. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, I have a question. We still got we still got to go visit. Jade hasn't uh, Jade hasn't been to Washington. That's so weird. And then I I think I know I know Jonathan met um, Christina, but we have a, a family friend that I've known since she was five years old that lives in Spokane still. Oh well, then Frick, yes, you have to come hang out, and we have to like actually physically meet each other. And uh, actually, my so we met a uh, we met a couple that I used to work with at Walmart in Bend, Oregon. They moved to Coeur d'Alene. And then um, one of my really good buddies in the railroad just moved to Coeur d'Alene like five days ago. Weird. So oh. yeah, I actually call him, I actually call him Uncle Dave because he, uh, he said he's, he's like, when we had daughters, he's like, I'm going to be the best uncle ever. Oh. So. Which I heard, by the way, that you and Jade are the best auntie and uncle ever, or you were before you had your babies. That was a very sweet story. Yeah, we uh, we definitely try our best. Um, yeah. They, uh, you know, I, I guess it helps not when we don't have kids at the time, um, and just getting to love on them. And yeah, uh, we started. So we um, we didn't want to do like the like materialistic thing like oh okay we bought you something for christmas or your birthday so every every single one of them and we have a lot my sister has five and a step and then her sister has four wow. so we would take we would take each one of them to go do something on their birthday so oh. created a memory instead of some toy that they're yeah. not going to care about in like two weeks that's so much better it's so much better. Yeah. That's everybody should do that. I am a huge proponent of memories, not things. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. we have enough things. We all have enough things. Like, why do we keep buying each other more things we don't need? Like, I have enough crap. Don't buy me more crap. Just yeah. love on me. Bless me. Like, do you know? Yeah, take me out to get my nails did or something. But don't buy me more things. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I brought I brought my I brought my oldest niece to her first her first concert. We saw Sam Hunt. Oh, um, fun. just just giving her the tickets and watching her like ball her eyes out was oh, awesome it's kind of a big like that deal. was the biggest gift for me yeah um I've took I've taken her one younger sister to go indoor skydiving oh um we that's took cool. we took we took Jade's uh oldest Jade's oldest niece from her sister to go like rock rock climbing in like this court like this quarry park place that cool. has like ropes everywhere so but we got to do a lot with them and we got to enjoy it too yeah yeah you win also that way hey what's on yeah. your bucket list next what are you gonna do bucket list that's not one of my questions i'm just asking you that because i want to know because you're so rad uh like what like what i want to like do in life or, yeah, like something brave. Like, what is something like for me? I would love to do bungee jumping. That's like been on my list for a hundred million years. I don't know if I'll ever get to okay, do it. Okay, so, <laughs> but maybe. So I've, I guess I procrastinated. Well, I, I'll give you a couple of them. So um, I procrastinated um, skydiving, but I want to do skydiving. And something I found out in my being way overweight, uh, you have to be under 230 pounds. Oh. So I'm at flying weight right now. Flying so weight. That oh was my like, gosh. That uh, sounds cool. You need a shirt. So like when, I got, <laughs> when I got to like 220, I was like, okay, now I can go skydiving. That's so and cool. There's, 
there's a couple of people that I want to go with. So I think that's why I've been procrastinating. Um, and I want to, and I told you, I want to go in a certain place. Like I want to go somewhere where it's like pretty, um, because you know, there's, there's places in like, so you probably don't know, but Lake Elsinore, it's in Southern California. It's not that pretty. Um, there's one in Lodi, which is like central California, but, um, I told her I wanted to go in Tahoe cause I'd like to see the lake from, from Ooh, way that, that would be rad. Yeah. Yeah, that would be yeah. rad. I, I also would do that. I would to, I would totally do skydiving. I, I don't have all the fears. Jonathan's not a fan of anything high, so I'll be going solo. <laughs> That's okay. You can cheer <laughs> for me and take the pictures because I want to do the thing. Also, I would not do that roller coaster in Vegas. Is it on top of the because I'm a roller coaster freak, but like I don't want to do that one that's like on top of the whatever the stratosphere or whatever. The stratosphere? I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we were ju- we were just in Vegas like two weekends ago, and I told Jade I was like I should go do the one where you can jump off the side of the stratosphere, oh. and she's like No, you shouldn't. You have to raise <laughs> the children with me. You can't do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, okay, um, and then I guess the the most recent one is um so I just got into whitewater rafting a lot um and Ooh. there's a section of our river that's close to my house. I actually um that actually the picture of me with my legs hanging over the cliff where the water is that's the yeah. north fork of the american Ooh. um that section of water is class fives and sixes like almost all the way through it no um, i'm good <laughs> and uh, so i've only done as i've done a class five was my highest wow but, um you have to do it in winter or spring because there's no dam release so I have to get a wetsuit and stuff, but I was trying to do it last year. I missed it. So I'm going to do that this year. Sweet. Okay. So you have things, you do have a list. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. All right. Here's one you didn't have uh, pre- to prepare for, even though I literally gave them to you right before um, I was scrolling and I found this one and I want to know this from you. Okay. So if you could write a book tomorrow, what would it be about? Ooh, I guess, uh, I don't know. I, I would say I would, I would, it'd be a toss up. I'd like to, to write it about, you know, being a family man, um, and kind of our journey with not have, being able to have kids. And it did, I, I would say it didn't affect me as much as it did Jade, but just having them and seeing them every day, like it's crazy. I, there's, I, there's, I would do, there's nothing I could do with, without them, you know, I mean, yeah. um, True. but I would say another big passion of mine that I would like to at least get out into the world. Um, I think it would be about motivation. Yeah. Uh, I would, yeah. I mean, I, I, I try to preach motivation, you know, a lot of times I probably, so Jade always say, she always hates like the uh, like the Joe Rogan or the um, uh, the David Goggins the guys that like yell at you with motivation. <laughs> I don't like that either, Kyle. <laughs> well, when I go running, I don't even. A lot of times, I don't even listen to music. I actually just put a motivational YouTube on, and there's just dudes yelling at me like, <laughs> "You need to do this, you need to do that, and you need to sack up, and blah blah blah." And it's oh my I don't God. know to me it's. Uh, it just it just pumps me up and uh, I feel like uh, I, I would definitely like to do something motivation wise so you're gonna just yell at people in a your podcast is gonna be you yelling at us 
yeah telling us yeah. we can do it all the time and like screaming it in our face and okay. see like uh, I had having two girls and like kind of having to be soft for yeah. them is yeah. going to be really hard um, no it's not and so. who says you have to be soft you're creating your own little arrows to shoot out in the world you can do it your way <laughs> they're yeah. going to be badasses on that note and we're almost to the end of this today and I hate that part but I'm curious, this shirt I've noticed you wearing in a couple of your races recently. Can you tell me about that shirt? Which one? Uh, raising, does it say Raising Fearless? What does it say? Uh, it says I don't... Ra Ra Raising Fearless Females. Yes. What is the story behind that shirt? I, I, I'm curious. Um, so it, <laughs> it's kind of funny because there's really not even a story. Um, so Jade found this. So it's a, uh, another guy that made this statement and they just started making these shirts um and we we've always liked this the the saying um i don't know i i feel like i mean especially and i know i know jonathan's preached it a lot like especially with what we're going through right now fear is so crippling um oh, yeah you know yeah. you got you got people doing things that that they for one don't want to do that they shouldn't have to do out of out of fear you know you got people and i mean uh, not to get political or anything i don't um i know how you guys feel about things but your viewers you know i mean you got people that are wearing diapers on their face um when they're going to the store you know a little a little story jade and i went to a, a coffee shop this was like right when it first started and i was adamant about not wearing a mask well they the um we it was a, the coffee shop had put put their like stand outside so we didn't even go in and the guy was like hey i can't let you order without a mask on i'm like okay fine jade is okay with putting a mask on so she put it on i took paisley and went and sat down but i walked by a lady and she had a mask on and she looked at me and she took like five steps back so she was that fearful of me because i wasn't wearing a mask and i just feel like i just i hate like that people are being crippled by it um you know, with all the, the recent stuff for like employment, everybody's saying that they have to be vaccinated. There's guys at my work that were like, they got vaccinated because they were told they had to, or they'd be fired. And they were like, th their excuse was, well, I'm the only provider for my family and I can't lose my job, you know? So they were feared into getting something that they didn't even want to do. And I think that that's just crazy. Like that, that that's what i i want my girls i want my girls to be fearless um i and i guess it should probably say fearless with um with a brain because for me it's <laughs> me I, i'll do anything i don't even care yeah but, um, does that mean you have a brain or you don't have a brain <laughs> i don't i don't have a brain jade's like she's like why are you doing that and i'm like i don't know like, I can. <laughs> like i have I have nicks in the front of my boot from like chainsaws, you know, like <laughs> I, I used to wear DCs to, to run a chainsaw. Oh my gosh. You know? No. Yeah. Like tennis shoes. Yeah. No, that's not okay. <laughs> no, so, not okay. Hence why you're okay but, running um, on that crazy Arabian without any fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just, I think that there's, I think that there's like, there's, it's so exhilarating to be fearless like that. Like, yeah, I get I, I get to do things I get to do things that people wouldn't even dream of, and like because of fear, like they they don't even they won't even try it. Um, yeah, 
because they're afraid and, and that's to me that's just like crazy like I, I couldn't believe that somebody wouldn't do something because they're afraid of something you know right and like you okay you may hate it and I guess if you know that you're going to hate it then maybe not try it but I mean you may love it like yeah my my engineer today he said he's uh he's afraid of heights but we were talking about um ro- uh, ro- roller coasters he said he went to Six Flags and he's like I tried every single one of them He's like, I was, I was scared shitless, but it was <laughs> I still did. Of shit. And yeah, he's like, he's like, I loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, well, I, so she, so to go back, I guess she found this, this uh, couple that he was wearing a shirt. And so she had, she had them make me the shirt. And then Lady May, which is uh, Adley, she, she got a, a onesie ow. and then, and then Paisley has one too. So their shirts say um, "Fearless Female." Yeah, yeah. What are their nicknames? Say it again. What are the two nicknames okay. that you call the girls? Okay, so have you heard of Have you heard of Tyler Childress? No. He's a, he's a he's like a Tennessee like country, almost like bluegrassy country singer. Okay. Um, he has a, he has a song called Lady May. So oh. Adley's middle name is May. So I yep. call her Lady May. Oh. And um. I guess Paisley kind of has quite a few uh, nicknames, um, but uh, her name is uh, Paisley Joe Marie. Yeah. So Joe for her aunt Jordan and Marie for her aunt um, Cassie is her middle name. Um, so we call her Paisley Joe or I call her PJ or like little P. So she has a lot. But, yeah. We do that too. Yeah. It's super. Yeah. Fun. I'm a, I'm a, a huge nickname person. I am too. Um, That's... And I don't, I don't actually know why, but that that person that I was telling you about that I was motivating she was I told told her the nicknames and she's like it's because like it's a it's a sign of endearment it's like your it's like your love projecting on them yep and I was like that's a good way to put it and so they'll spin right back to the top of this episode where I talked about how awesome you are and though you have this tough exterior with this big ass beard and this bald dome and all these things like you come across like this seriously like I don't know. I don't, I don't have a description, but also I'm a nickname person. So this is why I call you the kids, but, um, or you specifically, but I think there's so much more going on within this tough dude. That's like this badass big dude with beard. So thank you for being you and being real. And that is the, the transparency of what you shared today is, is so cool. And so inspirational just all around. And I think it's fun because I was just thinking about for me, there's this thing that happens with me with numbers and three is my number three, three, three specifically, right? It's my link tree. It's Jen Johnson, three, 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 but, um, you're the third dude that I've had on my show. So thank nice. you. For being, thank you for being number three. And I think that's pretty special. That's very cool. Um, one being boss man two being my friend, Sean, who had skin removal surgery after weight loss, um, quite a cool episode. So you should go back and listen to that. Uh, okay but anyway so that's very cool so thank you for being the third dude that I got to interview on my show and I'm so blessed and so blessed that the way that um again you're just so transparent and awesome but thank you and your toughness and your badassery and your softness is three things and that makes you who you are and I think it's amazing and I cannot wait kids stay tuned because there will be another episode with Kyle and Jade together like I referenced earlier and I am here for that as well because um, there's strength in numbers and there's power in these, these power couples. So I think also that you won't be the first, 
um, or you won't be the last power couple that I interview because I think there's something coming with that. So I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. Um, so thank you for being here today with me, Kyle. And I'm not here to shut this off. So if you have um, a handle or anything that you want to share with the peeps, or I can throw into um, the show notes where people can follow you, check out those pictures that you are referencing. If you're comfortable sharing that, um, I'd love for you to rattle that off and then I'll add it to the show notes um, just so that people can kind of check you out and, and keep up with the awesomeness of Kyle and these fearless females. Yeah. So um, I would say, uh, um, so I want, I, I didn't want to say one more thing. So it's oh, yeah, funny that you call us, you call us kids. My, um, my mom and like everybody loved my mom, but she used to always say kiddo. So oh. you, she, her nickname was for everyone was kiddo. So oh. um, I thought that was pretty cool. That is but cool. um, you so when you say handle, you mean like uh, Instagram or yeah, wherever your thing is that you like. Yeah, uh, I guess I probably mostly post on on Facebook and it's um, just Kyle Tatum. Okay. Um, so if people have questions, if they have questions yeah. about your weight loss or like any encouragement, you say that you like to encourage people. So if somebody needs to be, you know, reach out to a rad dude with a beard that kicks ass at Spartan, <laughs> that's okay with you. That they can message you or whatever oh i i love it like i love to see like uh the the big old guy that's just fighting his way through a, a 5k and just run up next to him and say dude you got this keep going yes. and like they they get all pumped and oh it's it, i love it i love to I love see that. i love to see people do hard things and if they need a little uh, you know just a word of encouragement sometimes we'll, we'll get you through it you know yeah no kidding i needed a lot of those during my races i'm not gonna lie <laughs> I was like, just, <laughs> as you run past me, smack me in the ass and tell me good job. I just really need to know that I'm still awesome and I've got this. Like, sick. oh, if that okay, so if that's okay, then I guess we should run together. Uh oh, okay, game on. Let's do this. <laughs> You're probably gonna have to hold the banana for me at the end because I'm always the last one. I'll just tell you that too. <laughs> in true transparency, you'd be like, I'll save the banana for you, and off you go. <laughs> yeah no anyway um you guys are amazing I, you are amazing i just i think you guys are so rad and thank you for being here and yeah. yes y'all find kyle if if you wanted to ask him any questions or just to, you know slap him on the ass and tell him good job too he needs that just the same so i love you. spankings <laughs> okay <laughs> there it is that's what jade warned me about <laughs> she's like jen kyle he gets a little crazy like i don't know if you're ready for this <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was pre-warned. It took to the very last second, but it came out. You're amazing. Well, Brian. I was trying. I was. I was trying to be a little appropriate when we were talking about smacking you on the ass. So. Uh, okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey. I mean, whatever. All right. So here's the story. Drink your water. Take care of yourself, and don't do anything I wouldn't do, kiddo. And we'll chat soon. All right. You're amazing. All right. For listening today. I hope this show lit a fire, inspired, and helped you to believe in you. Please find me on Instagram at Your Journey Matters with Jen and my Facebook group, Inspiration Nation. And as always, drink your water. <laughs>